Uh, Sister Cartwright, um, Brother Warrell is supposed to be on this morning, but he said there was something else he wanted to do, and I told him I'll pick it up when we got through with that, but he isn't here this morning, so we'll look into God's Word and see what he might be saying to us, because if I really had known I had some stuff already prepared that I want to continue with, in, from Hebrews. Um, but this morning, if you have your Bibles, I'd like you to turn with me to uh, Exodus chapter 3. This is turn, talking about Moses and the burning bush. Um, I'd like us to just read a few verses and then I'll make a few short comments after, afterwards. Um, beginning at verse 1. Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law. Um, now, if you recall uh, the story, when Moses ran away from, from uh, Egypt, he ended up in the desert and he met uh, uh, some girls there that the shepherds was giving a difficult time won't allow them to water their, their cattle until all the animals were gathered and how he jumped in and he helped and, and they left him there. I guess he must have felt bad. Hey, I just helped these girls out and they took their flocks and left me. But when they got home to their dad, Jethro, Jethro asked him, and he asked, well, how, how come you all are home so early? He, then he told him what happened. He said, where is he? Didn't, why didn't you invite him home? And he was invited, and he married one of Jethro's daughter. Uh, Jethro was, was, of course, the priest of Midian. And he, he uh, led the flock <laughs> Uh, to the far side of the desert in the wilderness and came to uh, Horeb, the mountain of God. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in the flames of fire from within the bushes or in the bush. Moses said, Moses saw that Though the bush was on fire, it did not burn up, burn up. Now that's very interesting because we know wherever fire is, it consumes. But here was this spectacular sight. The bush was burning, but it wasn't being consumed. So of course, he was drawn to this heat. Well, let me go on. So Moses thought, I will go over and see this strange sight. Why the bush does not burn up. When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called to him from within the bush. Moses, Moses. And Moses said, Here I am. 
Do not come any closer. Uh, let me stop there for a moment. Here we're talking about the Old Testament. Uh, just before the law was given. But if you notice here and even while the law was being given. Uh, good morning. Even though the, 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 the before the when the law was being given of course we note that they were told not to come near the mountain don't let even the animals come near the mountain and here we have God saying to Moses uh, don't come any closer but as we come into the new Testament, we get the invitation to come. Let's let's go. Go ahead. I'm reciting this to one of my friends, right? Mm -hmm. He's a young guy, but trying to raise reasonable doubt, you know. Mm -hmm. I told him to very blush, right? Mm -hmm. So he said to me, you know, uh, Moses said the bush was burning, right? Mm -hmm. And so I say, but I, not I, I tried, I, Yeah, I tried to tell him. You know, this is a event that happened, right? He said Moses could have been drunk and the and the rock could have speak to him that day. Well the rock did the rock <laughs> did speak to him. No, but I mean he's I, I was trying to talk to him, but yeah. he's using a uh you know uh uh a logic a logic. Yeah. Logic. Yeah. So he, he, so it was it was hard to Right. Well, if you recall later on, they got water from the rock, and the rock represented Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the rock. No, I, I, I don't think he meant like that. He, I know he didn't. He but I'm he I, like, but both he, my head drunk, and, but, and, and for all you know, the, the, the rock could have speak to him that same day when the bush was burning. Yeah, well, Christ is the rock, and you could say, yeah, he, Christ is the rock. It, it could have been the rock, because we got water, they got water from the rock, and we, Jesus is spoken of as the rock. Our rock. Yeah, but it just, it's just a logic that, uh, yeah, well, that, I mean, uh, that uh, you know, like, if you, you talk to somebody who really uh, believes or so forth like that, sometimes they have logic and they, yeah. they, they try to explain things or they, they try to explain it away. A reasonable doubt or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so let, let's con continue. Uh, then he said, uh, well, no, let me back up. Let me go back up to verse 5 of Exodus um, 3. It says, Do not come any closer, God said. Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. Then he said, I am the Lord of your father, or the God of your father. The God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. At this, Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. He didn't say he was afraid to look at the rock. No, no, no. This, this is, I, this I is the logic. This is the logic. This is the logic. I understand. So, I understand. He was trying to tell me 
he's trying to tell you he's trying to say Moses might be able to say it yeah, and yeah he was drunk, drunk that and all that and, yeah. and so you see the burning bush and he had a voice of the burning bush yeah and he says say, for all you know the rock might speak to Moses that's the end day too yeah so yeah. he was really he's raising reasonable doubt that this significant event took place so and meant anything yeah because uh, uh, when you're drunk you could see things that are not there and you could hear things that, that, that is Huh? That's right. I mean, so, so, but the, the, you know, it's amazing. The, the word of God also tells us not to give that which is holy unto the dog. Uh, there are times when you've got to just leave those who decide, hey, I'm not going to accept what you're saying alone until God is ready for them. Because in many cases, we don't hear God because we are not ready. Not that he doesn't speak to us, but we just are not ready. And uh, so you, you just have to leave it alone. Yeah, That's right. That's right. That's what he says. You know, because they are not open to it. They are not open to the truth. You know, and uh, until you are open to the truth, I mean, you're not going to go anywhere. And you know, the if it was me, I'd hit him over the head and say, hey, I'm God. Listen, but God, God is not like that. God, God doesn't force us to do anything we don't want to do. And, and, and that's the good thing. When we come to God, we must come to him because of who he is. Not because, well, I feel as if it's, it's time. Uh, because... As far as God is concerned, now is the time. Now is the day of salvation. If you hear my voice, he says, don't harden your heart. You don't know what tomorrow is going to bring forth. So he says, now. God never says, come to me tomorrow. Or you should have come to me last year. He says, now, right now, you hear my voice, harden not your heart. Um, so we, we we note here that that uh, Moses was now in the presence of the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. Moses now is speaking to God through this burning bush, and he was afraid. To look at God. And the Lord said, I have indeed seen the mystery, I'm, I'm sorry, misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard their cry. Or I've heard them crying out because of their slave drivers. And I have, I am uh, concerned about their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the hands of the Egyptian. Now, we know that when they went into Egypt, God had said long ago that they will go into Egypt and they will be there for some 400 and 400 and 
books to remember the exact 470 years I think it was they they were supposed to be there and they were there for the exact amount of time a matter of fact you will find in Exodus it tells us that up to the very day that was supposed to be the 470 years and, and forgive me if that number is wrong but I, th I know it was 400 and something four, I think it's 470 um, that the very day that made the 470 years that's when they came up but God had told them about this years ago well over 470 years before says that you know that's what's going to happen and I don't know about you today but for me I definitely don't understand all that God is doing and there are times most of what God is doing let me let me back up because I have my own idea of what I would like God to do I have my ideas and the way he should do it and when he doesn't do it that way I become discouraged I be sometimes I even feel as if God God isn't hearing me you know I'll, I'll get to you in a minute so, yeah so my 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 point is <clears throat> that's the way some of us are you know we 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 expect God to do certain things and we even plan the way he should do it but may I say to you you could think of a thousand ways God can do something and he will come up with a billion and one more that he could do and, and is not in line with what you desire or see at all because his ways are not our ways go ahead on the same point right mm -hmm. some years ago when I was working about Ben Sands uh, I, I, I had a friend in the 7th grade from uh, I think she used to go to NCA or one of, I, I forget school but uh, she used to go to one of those private schools and she talked to me one time she said if I could have changed anything in the world, what would I change? Interesting question. I probably said something like, I probably make peace in the world, I probably make more peace. So, curiosity, I asked her what she would change. She said, I wouldn't change a thing. Well, it must be what you want. <laughs> I, I, I like that. That's a good <laughs> Very good answer. Because he does know what he's doing. It may seem as if he doesn't know what he's doing, or the fact that it might seem as if he is out of control. Because, I mean, when you. Not in control. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when you see young children starving, when you see innocent people being killed and destroyed, he, there are those who will look you in your face and say, if God was in control, he would not allow that. If not, I mean, he isn't God. There isn't a God. But we, we don't stop long enough to look at the situation. We may not even get near to the reason it is happening. Because in many cases, it's happening because of sin. Because of sin. 
In many cases, it happens because of the choices that we make. Yes, sin. Yeah, the choices. And you may feel that, oh, everything is going well, and I'm doing everything right, and, and all of a sudden, God might have talked to their forefathers years ago and said, this is the way I want you to, to go. And they, their forefathers ignore them. And now it's punishment time. And God uses the enemies to, to punish you. So it's, 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 it's amazing that we get the idea that God doesn't know what he's doing or he's out of control. Uh, but the fact is we don't know the full story. Let, 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 let's, let, let's just look at, I'm going to jump ahead here uh, with Moses and those. God told Moses right up front, he says, you know, I'm going to send you to um, uh, the to um, Egypt. I want you to go to Pharaoh, but he isn't going to listen to anything you say. I, he says, I'm going to harden his heart so that I can allow my work that I plan. I raise him up so I could show my power. You say, that's not fair. I mean, we'll say that, but which one of you ever tried to make something so dress or whatever and the, 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 the thing talk back to you say, I don't like the way you make this, but change it. We are, we, we are not in that position. God can change his mind. Not, no, he says he don't change his mind. He knows exactly what he's doing, but he is able to, to take what he has made and do whatever he feels like with it. Because he's God. He's the potter. Yes. We are the clay. And he has the right to mold us in the way that he wants us to go. And what we miss many times is the more he, the better whatever you're making comes out and you know we don't like the heat we don't like to be put under testing but that's that's how that's how you become strong um let, let's 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 go back um it says, and, I, and I'm going to look at verse 8. So I have come down to rescue them from the hands of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of the land unto a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey. The houses of the Canaanites, the Hevites, the Amorites, the Pezites, the, the Hevites, and the Jebusites. Now, again, let me stop here just to, to remind you again. These were nations 
that God had given a chance to do what was right, but they didn't. And, you know, over and over, we, I'm sure you probably heard messages uh, that said, you know, they could have gone from Egypt to the promised land in seven days. And if, but they would have had to go uh, through the Philistine area and God says, you know, he knew that if he'd taken them through that route, they would have been afraid because they weren't used to war. But not only that, the reason why he did not take them that way, because that wasn't any big deal, he could have wiped them out before they got there with hornets or whatever he wanted to use. But the sin of those people did not come to fusion at that time. You know, it, it wasn't complete. You, you hear what I'm saying? God, in other words, God gives us a certain amount of time to do what he wants us, what we should be doing, and he doesn't deal with us until he would have given us sufficient time to deal with that. That's, that's, that's God. And even these people that God was going to move out, their time was not yet come for God to move them out. Matter of fact, they took another 40 years. And of course, we look at the story uh, and we can, we can say, um, well, it was because they went into, or were supposed to have gone into the promised land, but they did not believe God. Okay? Well, you know something? That, that was true, as a matter of fact. God condemned them for that. But this wasn't an afterthought of God. God knew that they were not going to obey him. And he knew that he was going to take them through the desert for 40 years before they were ready. Because, number one, they were going to disobey God and didn't do what he says. They were afraid. They said there were giants in the land. Therefore, you know, they were like grasshoppers. Why would grasshoppers go up against giants? In other words, that, that was their, 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 their concern. But it took another 40 years. And God knew that before he carried them down to Egypt that they would not have responded to him positively and that 40 years was to get rid of those people who spent all those years in Egypt only ages 20 and under went in to the promised land with the exception of Joshua Caleb and who was the other person? Three. Moses, Moses, Moses didn't go. No. Joshua and Caleb. Joshua, Joshua and Caleb. Yeah, yeah. Joshua and Caleb. Go ahead. You know, uh, because of the people not trusting God, the 
Dan and I just get to enjoy another four years. <laughs> That's one way of looking at it. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. But yes, we could we could say that. You know, but I mean, the thing it is, God is not like us. We we have a plan, and in many cases, when it doesn't work, we change our plan, or we have plan A, and we we have plan B. We say, well, if plan A don't work, we'll try plan E. But God is not like that. God knows exactly what He is going to do. And, and that, I, I don't know about you, but that gives me a peace when things doesn't even go the way I would like to see it go. Because I'm not God. And in many cases, I make my decision on what I could see and understand. Go ahead. You don't think he had a plan B with Adam and Eve? No. No? No. God, that was not a plan B. God knew before he created Adam and Eve that Adam was going to stand right there and watch Eve disobey. God knew it. But I feel like he still had plan B. Well, he gave them a choice and they didn't obey. And But the thing is, like you and, 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 and I, we will say, well, if he doesn't obey, I will do that. But God didn't say that. God knew that they wasn't going to obey him. You see, that's the difference. God knows what we are going to do. Um, when, when he is testing us, it's not for his good, it's for our good, you know. Because God knows exactly what we're going to do and he knows the way we're going to do it. But many times we don't know what we are going to do. So he allows certain things to come into our lives in order that we, you know, are... are be tested and tried and, and, and help us to make decisions. Sometimes we get to see it for ourselves. Yeah. You know, uh, they say the proof is in the taste of the pudding. Yeah, that, so that, that could be there too. It's sometimes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sometimes, get, sometimes, you know, sometimes uh, when we see it for ourselves, we could appreciate it because if we never traveled down that road, you know, we wouldn't be able to appreciate what's down that road. But do you believe that that's one of our our real problems? We rather try it. The Lord Jesus, did God say, "Your things and see that." He's <laughs> not talking about sin, though. <laughs> there is a different. Oh, taste and see. It was not talking about sin. You see, no. But I just said uh, with our choices. Yeah. So uh, then, you know, if we. If we never if we never live out those choices, sometimes our eyes get open wider and we see well now it's what God said on Moran is road for. You know, and then, then we come back if, if it's possible to come back. Yeah. But you know, it, 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 it's 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 so true. I was uh mentoring someone. Uh, a young man, a very, very intelligent young man. I mean intelligent. I mean, he's been to university, he's done everything. And he's doing well. And he has some problems. And I try to point out to him, you know, listen, don't do this. Because there are consequences. When you do X, Y, Z, 
there are consequences and you 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 you, you, you need and he said the exact same thing that you said to me. He said, I hear you, and maybe that's true, but I won't try it for myself. And I mean, the way he was going was the way of sin. I mean, there's no, no way about it. And he's supposed to be a born-again believer. And he chose, hey, I won't try this. <clears throat> well, he's still out there trying that's 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 my concern. Try to make like it. You know. Well, who <laughs> says sin isn't sweet? You know. Um, we'll try it otherwise. You know, our, our <laughs> choice, our choices made us what we are today, and you know, because of some of those choices, uh, you know, if we didn't make some choices, we wouldn't be able to appreciate what we where we are today. Sometimes those choices take us to the next level. You know, if the consequences are good or bad, mm -hmm. they take us to the next level. Appreciation, but yes. Should, yes. you know, it should empower us. You know, the Bible says all things will be together for good for them. Mm -hmm. Finish it. Yeah. <laughs> Finish it. Don't we too like to leave that there? Finish it. <laughs> to them that love the Lord and are the called according to His purpose, we we usually live up, leave out that very important part. You know, uh, but mind you, we could use that for everything, but it, 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 it stipulate who all things work together for good for. Now this is, this as you all know, this is an open class. We just jump in and feel free to put in your $100 or a million dollars, whatever it is you want. I just want to put in one cent. Because that was a really key verse to those who love the Lord. Yeah. Because those who love the Lord will be obedient to Him. Yeah. And they won't be testing what is a sin. <laughs> They shouldn't be. They shouldn't be. Yeah. And the extent of our love really plays out in our obedience. Yes. And, you know, you can use all kinds of verses to, or reasoning to rationalize sinful behavior and temptation. Mm -hmm. But that verse, I mean, should bring us back, back to how we should behave yeah. and how we should think. Yeah. Because those that love the Lord. Mm -hmm. Love the Lord doesn't mean I go to church. No. No, love the Lord is I seek His will. I want to be obedient to Him. I want to please Him. Mm -hmm. Just the same way that when you love that person of the opposite sex, you do those things that <clears throat> please them. Right. Um, you want to have that relationship grow, and sin will always get in, in between our relationship with the Lord. Mm -hmm. I'd like to say something on the same line. Uh, a minister once said to me, one time, you know. He said, fool brings sense, you know, and when I think about that, you know, uh, sometimes the Lord, you know, he just keep pounding on us until we learn sense, you know, he let us get deeper, you don't learn sense yet, deeper, you know, you keep, you keep, keep, keep. And, and tell, tell, tell we start saying, oh, I can't take no more, the same way again. And, so you hit one bottom. You know, and, 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 and you, you know, you, 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 uh, you understand that hey, God is serious, and this is this is destroying me. And you know, you should learn sense and say, hey, if I keep going on this road, God will keep pounding, pounding me till He destroy me. You know, but Jesus say, uh, whosoever this rock, who fall on this rock shall be broken, mm -hmm. but whosoever this rock shall fall on mm -hmm. shall be ground to powder. Right. 
So, you know, if you feel the big boulders dropping on you and, and you say, boy, this, this sin is sweet. And you say, uh, but this keep on happening. I keep getting interest. All my money going, all this, all this happening. And you, and you say, I lose my apartment. I, I walk in the streets. And if you keep getting down and down and down, you don't realize that. It, okay, a good example is Nebuchadnezzar. You know, uh, Nebuchadnezzar praised himself. He doesn't say, look what I have done. He conquered the known world at that time. But he didn't give honor to God. Mm-hmm. God let him behave like an animal for seven years. You know, it's, it's a nail scroll, like eagle claws, eating grass. And then one day he comes to his sense. He's the man. He praised God. Mm-hmm. And God, when he, when he did that, God immediately, uh, it happened so often he was placed on the throne afterwards. So Back, back to the position that he had before. So, yeah. so, so sometime, God, God let us, you know, the quotation fool bring sense. You know, sometimes when we be a fool, we, it brings sense because, because, uh, the punishment is so severe, so serious that we it should it should turn us away from it. Yeah. Well, you're on the highway. Yeah, but the thing is, if you don't learn from what is happening to you, if you don't learn from the mistakes you made, you're not gonna you're gonna you're bound to relive it. You're gonna do it again. You know, the important thing is learning from the mistakes. You yeah. gotta learn. Yeah. If if you don't learn, then you're not gonna. It's not gonna make sense. You know, uh, sometimes parents. This a whole cliche. Uh, parents may say, "Don't touch the stove. The stove hot." Now, you as a child, you might never experience what hot is like. You know, so you go and put your hand out. Hey, the seat, the seat, not. Hey, I get too warm. You put your hand away. That's what hot is like. Yeah. So after a while, you learn. Hey, if I put my hand there, I get burned. So. Mm. You know, it 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 it, it, it that full brain sense. That's I think that's a good little uh, proverb. You know, because it helps it helps us to become wise. But the other side to that is the frog in the water. Yep. Right. You put a frog in water, and it's nice and comfortable. And you turn on the water. Turn on the heat. Fire under the water, and it gets gradually warm, and the frog will blissfully die. Yeah, steroid then he goes to that. Playing around with sin. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 Flee from it. Yeah, I don't say play around with it. I just said it's a nice proverb, fool brings sense. But uh, God say, uh, be not deceived, for God is not mocked. For whatsoever man sow it, that shall he also reap. He that sow it to the flesh, shall of the flesh reap corruption, and he that sow it to the spirit, shall of the spirit reap eternal life. So God telling us, you know, you know, you may think you're smart than God, but God get things balance. You know, hey, this this doesn't work right out. You know, you know, you may say I can do this, and you know, God, God, I, I smarter than God, and I can run back to God, but God, get God, God, know what He's doing, and He's the only one who's paying what you deserve. Okay, believe it or not, our time is gone. Ah, uh, uh, let let me just stop here and say that God is a loving, caring, compassionate God. He knows what's best for us. 
and he knows what's not good for us. And we don't have to put our hands on the stove if he tell us it's hot, because God can't lie. And that's where faith comes in. You trust God. And a matter of fact, uh, the, 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 you could go to Hebrews 11. Um, and you have all these heroes of faith. But they never saw what God promised. Never saw. But we are experiencing it. And it was counted to them for righteousness. Believing God. The bottom line is believe God. You don't you don't have to get the idea, and as I said, sin is sweet. And that's why you go there. And sometimes you get there and you stay there. You come out and you're drawn back into it. And the next thing you know, you're deeper than you were before. Uh, we, we shouldn't allow ourselves. If we, if we are called Christian, if we truly trust Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, we need to just trust God. And don't try to say, well, let me check to see if the stove hot. Because you may not bring back any fingers. You know? Uh, and I don't care how old you become after that. You're still going the rest of your life without fingers. They ain't going to grow back. That's really the consequences of sin. So you're going to pay for it. The whole idea is, let's honor God. Let's believe him, let's trust him, and try not to get the idea that well, God is so good and so merciful and so, so loving that he will continue to overlook my sin because he is not going to. There is a point in our lives that he's, he's going to say, this is as far as you go, no further. So my encouragement to those of us who are called by his name this morning is to obey him, trust him, listen to him, because he doesn't withhold any good thing from them that walk uprightly. And God is not going to hold any good thing from you. I say to you, if you trust God, if you obey him, I could guarantee you there is a plan that he has for you. And the plan that he has is good. And he will bring that to full bloom. But you have to be the one who trusts God. Shall we pray? Father, I thank you this morning for your word. We saw Moses rather than enjoying the pleasures of sin for a moment, 
he left Pharaoh's household and desired rather to suffer with your people. Thank you, Father, because these examples have been left for us. We can learn from the examples of others. Lord, I just commit us to you and I just pray this morning that you will get glory, honor, and praises out of our lives. Be glorified, I pray thee, and we will be careful to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory because it's to you, O oh Lord, all honor, glory, and praises is due. We give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen.